Welcome to Three Drinks In, the podcast where two friends explore the everyday topics we all know and love, with a little help from a few drinks. Join us as we take a lighthearted and sometimes humorous dive into the things that make life interesting. From trust in relationships, being a woman at work, managing friendship issues, and everything in between, our candid conversations are sure to be enhanced by a few beverages. So sit back, pour yourself a drink, and let's get started. Beautiful. Beautiful. And thank you very much. Wonderful. Still Tesco's finest. Still Tesco's <laughs> finest. Thank you, Tesco's. Um, all right, so romance. We're doing romance today. Today. But especially <laughs> trust. But especially trust within romance. Okay. So just for context, um, what have, what's like your history of dating? Are you single or are you not? Have you been in relationships before? Long term, short term? Yeah, so my my dating uh, story, my dating CV, what is my dating CV? Exactly. So, uh, (laughs) elevator pitch. (laughs) My dating CV is I was in a relationship for four years from um, 16 to 20. Then, (laughs) yep. Then I was single for a couple of years, like a couple of flings now and then. Uh, and then I was in another long-term relationship for three years until... Three years? Yeah. Yeah. Three years. Oh. But it's like, it was like a lockdown one. So it feels kind of weird because it's like one year in there. It was there, a COVID which like, Yeah, it was a, a COVID one where I felt like a lot of those relationships had like some weird... Uh, I mean, everyone that's in a relationship, you also had a, a COVID phase. Uh, but anyways, so there was like one year out of those. Um, and I'm now single. So going back. Wait, wait, wait. You met during COVID? No, we met. We actually had like, I don't know, like probably like three to six months dating okay. before COVID. So we probably got like. Fuck. We probably got, we got to like, I think we made it official in August. And then lockdown was like in March. Okay. Feb. Okay. So we had, like, the dating phase. Okay, so you could go like, out summer, like, social settings and stuff. Social settings. And then, like, August to March isn't... It's, it's almost a year. Like, no, it's not that long. It's, like, six months. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So six months of, like, normal dating and then... Bleh. Locked in. <laughs> locked in. Pretty <laughs> locked in. Okay. <laughs> Nothing else to do. Uh, but, yes, that is that is my story. And now... Um, now you're single. Now I'm ready single. Ready to back to situationships. 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 I love situationships. <laughs> Fun times. <laughs> so, that was my CV. What's your CV? Wait, wait, wait. So are you currently in a situationship? I'm currently in a situationship. Okay. In one or a few? In just one. Okay. I'm in a situationship but like seeing other people, but like I care about the situationship. Okay. Um, so it's like more, yeah, just exploring other people, but it's like nothing serious really. Okay, so you have one situationship and then a few mingles. A few mingles. Okay. I like it, mingles. Sounds yeah. like Pringles. Not a few Pringles. <laughs> Guys, we're three drinks in. And then I... Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Nice. Are you yeah. enjoying it? Yeah, 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 I am. Yeah, I, I love being single. I think I like being single a little bit too much. Although it is like a little bit of a love-hate relationship. Why a little bit too much? I don't know, because I'm, I'm trying to figure out, like, well, you know, when is the right time to, like, actually decide to enter a new relationship? And how do you choose, like, who is the person to get in a relationship with? But that is not our I'm the, topic today. I'm the worst person to ask that. <laughs> Why? 
because of my CV. Let's go. What's your CV? So I started dating very young, too young. Like I had no self-confidence. I did not know who I was, what I wanted. And I started dating when I was like 14, mm-hmm. um, which I think is very young. Um, and when I turned 18, I spent the summer in um, south of France with uh, a really good friend of mine and went to this festival, met this guy. Turned out that it was a three and a half year relationship. Long distance. <laughs> yeah, tough. And um, which we're going di- to... We'll get into Yeah, we're, we're going to dive into that one for like trust things. Um, and then we broke up, um, and immediately after we broke up, I was like, I want to be single. I want to have fun. I want to go out with my friends. I want to just like not think about guys at all. Um, and I met, uh, I reconnected really with this guy that I knew from, from ages ago. Um, and he had just broken up with his girlfriend at the time. They had been together for four years, so quite a long time as well. Um, and we started being friends who regularly saw each other. Saw so um, each other. <laughs> and, um, and the next thing we knew, like, we were in a relationship, mm-hmm. and it's been, it's been four years. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, I really like him. <laughs> um, okay, trust. Trust. Very important. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about your first relationship and how that trust yeah. was built, how it was unbuilt. Like, how did you... So I think um, I kind of ignored a lot of red flags from the kind of get-go with my relationship. Yeah. Um, so I think I've mentioned I'm a little bit of an intro- introvert. Mm-hmm. So I automatically gravitate towards people that are like very extroverted. Mm-hmm. And therefore, I, I use the term adopt me. But it's like very easy for me to be around those people because they, it's very selfish of me actually, they do most of the work. Like they're very comfortable with just like speaking and filling the void and you know they're very like confident in themselves and I can just like kind of like tag along. So my first real relationship was with an extrovert but an extrovert that was very confident with a lot of people and had a lot of love interest. So even before we were together so I had trust issues from the get-go. Wait wait love interest do you mean he had a lot of people that were seeking him out or he was seeking other people out? Both. Okay. Um, Good to clarify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think he... It was, also, it was school. Like, I don't want anyone to, like, get judgmental from no, the No, no, it was a high school relationship. It's a high school relationship. Everyone is, like, starting to understand life, starting to understand how to behave. It's the one that traumatizes you the most. <laughs> yeah, it's the one where you get a lot of trauma, but it is also kind of... Uh, not expected, but understandable because it's it's where you're playing with the boundaries a little bit understanding like how how people react to you mm. in a social way and you know when you start to flirt and you start to like it, it's very exciting time of life so um he had like he was the type of guy that has like a lot of friends that are like a little bit more and then very caring and very nice so all the friends all the like friends of the opposite gender or in non-heterosexual relationships like anyone that has mutual interest like just a lot of people gravitating towards him Mm -hmm. and him the same um but i let's say ended up like winning 
and be like, I'm the one that becomes girlfriend. Mm. And I think I was like very like my ego. Oh. My ego was like so boosted. I was like, eh, like look at all of those people and I won. That is so sad though. Yeah. It's a, because it I mean, it says so much about your self esteem at the time. Yeah. Like yeah. the validation mm. of like being the the chosen one Mm-mm-mm. and being able to like can like it was almost a competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he was, um, he was like super, super caring, like the like the boyfriend you would dream of, like small intentions. Like I think I remember like one morning before I had exams, like he showed up to school with like gifts and like croissant, like cup, just like loads of like showering with like random intentions. And I, I felt like we knew each other like so deeply, basically like really intense, first like high school relationship where like you have no previous experience or like very little. Actually, I had another boyfriend before him, but it wasn't as deep, completely forgot uh, <laughs> um yeah so really really intense but long story short um uh, yeah ended up basically like sleeping with one other person and just like loads of like random kisses and like other things yeah. with other people um and i think i learned i had an instinct i think a lo- i've heard very similar stories before where like you don't really know the other person has cheated on you but you start feeling a little bit of like an it's like it's a, a gut feeling. It's a gut feeling. Yeah, you have a gut feeling that kind of comes out of nowhere. And I started like sneaking and I was just like going through his phone and stuff, mm-hmm. which is very it's unhealthy behavior. But it's just like when you start getting into that crazy mindset and you have that gut feeling, you you, you just do it. I am not quite sure how you stop that behavior. Yeah. And actually, if I was to look back in time, I don't think I would be like, honey, this is unhealthy behavior. You should. <laughs> I think yeah. I'd be like, go girl, like, you know, check, because he was just like, he was just one of the people who lied. He would like, even when I knew, so I actually found out. So I sneaked, I found evidence. I actually reached out to the person he cheated on, cheated on me mm. with. She confirmed that they had slept together. And then I confronted him and I had confronted him about other things in the past, which he had found. It's like when you're in love, you're blind. So yeah. you would choose to, you know, for sure except things um and i had like hard hard proof and he was like denying everything it's only un- really yeah it's only until i got that confirmation from that girl and i knew it had happened that he couldn't deny it anymore but he if still, i he still went for no no actually like that wasn't phrased very well basically like i had confronted him about other like conversations and i oh, you know okay. i had feelings and, and like it was almost certain but mm. i he was always able to deny it and i was just like i always ended up kind of believing him but not fully because i would still like search mm. for more um but it's yeah it's only until i had like that like firm firm proof that he wasn't able to deny it anymore mm. um and then i really struggled to break up with him so i think i broke up with him like five or six times before i finally like mm. ended it i can confirm that there's <laughs> a lot of back and forth but i can't remember if he like cheated on me after the yeah no basically like very like a lot of a lot of movement in that relationship um yeah, so that was my first experience with the the break of trust in the first relationship. And how did that make you feel? Oh, it feels horrible. I remember like I was like I was I was like almost like yelling. I was like crying so much. I think one of my worst memories is like I was in the kitchen. I I thought like everyone had left in my house. Mm-hmm. So I was just like pouring my like scalp sore oh, out. Right. And then my mom walked in and I don't know why, but it's like you really don't want to 
for your parents to see you in such a state I don't know what, how yeah, to describe yeah, yeah. it but it's just like you don't want that to happen and I was like so so shocked but there's like a core there a thing of like protecting him as well um from like your parents like their, his image um, yeah also that also yeah because we ended up getting back together so many times <laughs> for my parents there must have been like a <laughs> do you use your brain now and then honey um well no you don't yeah no i don't <laughs> well i didn't at the time yeah and okay so how do you think that affected the rest of your relationships um well i'm kind of figuring it now i think if i look at the the pattern of people i've chosen i i tend to go towards people that are very likely to move away or are not necessarily like very available mm-hmm. or like um, very, very safe options. Like people where I'm like 99% sure they will like never ever cheat on me. Um, but there's a lot of like overthinking it. I'm, mm-hmm. I don't fully know as of like today how it impacted me. Um, I think I try to be like, until my trust is broken, I trust you. Um, but I do very much, I haven't had a situation where I was like, I need to trust my gut feeling. But also like the previous relationship, I was in the three years one. I don't think there was a lot of reason for me to to doubt him. Yeah. So I think that was a safe one. In situationships, I'm like very, very aware when I know the other person is like, kind of like seeing other people or interacting, I can kind of like sense it. But I think that's not a, there's not like a trauma response i think like anyone it's kind of like this but you're you're raising a good point which is it depends on the relationship that you're in Mm. like if it's a relationship where there is an agreement that if you do this action it will break the verbal contract um versus situationships it's a bit more free and that's the understanding from the get-go um but i just i wonder like that gut feeling that you had what was it that made you that made the trust kind of go a bit flaky honestly i I don't know it's one of those things like i feel like in a lot of scenarios in life sometimes you have that gut feeling Mm. um so it was so long ago like i can't recall what triggered it but i I guess like sometimes you're what's it called like your subconscious mm-hmm. like can pick up on things that your like rational self doesn't see so i guess over time like i picked up some some signals and I was, the vibes like, the vibes and the other part of the brain was lie. like the vibes are not it <laughs> check the phone honey fair enough but yeah i mean with with my relation with my first relationship um so it was long distance i was 18 he was four years older than i was um and it's weird because so as i said like in the previous episode if you listened um i tend to trust people and to kind of go blindly all in at first um until you prove me wrong Mm -hmm. and he never he never had proven me wrong like he was all we were talking every day like we didn't necessarily call each other every day um he was living in france i was in the uk so like time distance was only an hour so it was fine but it was i think the trust issues that i had with him were more around like what are you doing with your days you're telling me that you're looking for a job or that you're completing your your master's and 
it just for me it wasn't moving quick enough mm-hmm. or in my why, mind why wasn't it moving quick enough i think there was a lot of like excuses from his side of like he was very comfortable in the sense that his mom paid for his um his his uh his rent and his food and he like he he had some means mm-hmm. and there was just always an excuse as to why he didn't get that work experience why he didn't get that job why he didn't get that masters why he didn't get it and like it was the world was against him mm-hmm. and that kind of like i i kind of didn't trust his word anymore because mm-hmm. it was never kind of let me be vulnerable and let me actually look at myself in the mirror and say hmm i fucked up mm. um but it's funny because i mean it's not funny but it's curious because when we broke up i got some um feedback from a friend of his who was like oh yeah like he thought that you were cheating on him all the time which i wasn't like i never i never was mm-hmm. and and there really was like a sense of oh shit like how could i be with someone for three years and not sense that they didn't trust me that's that's crazy that right? you had no clue i had no he clue. never voiced it never never wow like and he like he knew my friends he hung out with them um like he was a big fan of your of your ex actually um <laughs> and uh, he's he's actually blocked me on all platforms but he's still friends on facebook with your ex <laughs> Love that. Like, he blocked me on linkedin but whatever linkedin that's, like, that's, that's next level yeah then again like how do i know this because i checked you know <laughs> Oh, I mean, I was just like, one day I was like, oh, let me check where he's at and what he's doing in life. Yeah. I was like, no longer a connection. I was like, oh, shit. Okay. I do that sometimes. I go through like all my exes and all my situationships and I'm like, let me see who's doing what. So I was really like, I mean, I know that we were connected at mm-hmm. some point, but I was like, oh, well, toodaloo. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I had no idea. And I, I really hope that I didn't give him the impression that there was a bit of that. Um, I think as well, like it's a lot on the self-esteem of the, and I'm not talking about you particularly, like in general, I think it has a lot to do with self-esteem of like, could they, you know, find someone better? Could they, Mm. which is, you know, if you're staying in a long distance relationship for three years, like you're invested. Um, And it's not at all like in, what our contract was um, in our relationship. I know that some people, when they're long distance, they're a bit more open to meeting other people. And, you know, that's cool. Uh, but it wasn't our our agreement. And I remember, like, you know, when you have that information and then you kind of put the pieces back together, like, I remember that he didn't like a lot of my guy friends, except for your ex for some reason. Um, <laughs> and, no comment. And, and, you know, it was a lot of, you know, oh, you're hanging out with him, but why? Like, is he actually, he, is he that nice? Is he that fun? Like, you know, and, and kind of being omnipresent in your life that you don't hang out with as many people, mm. even if you're in a long distance. It, it might be why it was like, because this is a situation where there was no cheating to start with. No, no, no. Um, so it's just like doubt of the other person. Mm-hmm. It's just like a lack of trust from the beginning. Um, which, to be fair, like the, the distance thing, 
I would probably, I would be like, I mean, I have a situation ship in France right now and I'm based in the UK and I'm like, there is no, I mean, not that we should be loyal, but I'm, I feel like the, the furthest away you are, yeah. like the, the more kind of like, because you're like, if we can see each other every day, there's less chances that he's looking elsewhere, he or she. Yeah. If you're like, and you're not. You're also not able to communicate face to face and get, you know, the body language and the reassurance that so we the did other a lot person. Of face time. Yeah, but it's not. It's, it's not, not still it's not exactly the same. the same. I feel like when you're like very close with someone in front of them, mm. you feel a little bit reassured, and you're like, no, this is like my person. I trust them. Yeah. Spending a lot of time apart probably also just like creates some. A yeah. lot of also you said so he was applying for masters and jobs and stuff. Mm-hmm. So did he work at the same time? But did he have a lot of free time on his end? He had a lot of free time. Okay, yeah, that's like a recipe for like just like Disaster. overthinking yeah. and overthinking. Um, but you know what? Like my 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 guy friends were a bit of like a question mark to him. But the biggest thing was actually my age mm-hmm. and the age difference. And he was like, "I got it out of my system. Mm-hmm. I know you when you were eighteen. Like you didn't get to have all those experiences. So." There was a lot of insecurity about that. I mean, fair enough. <laughs> that might not be like you know, it. Fair enough, but that was also like so far away from my mind because I was so in love with him. And I was like, why would I go elsewhere when I have you and I very much like you? Yeah, that's a very cold answer. Me. I, I say fair enough because looking at it from like very, very far away, being 26, like if I was to like picture an 18 year old, I would be mm. like, I, I like if you found the love of Woo-hoo! your life, I would be like, I, I find it hard to be to see like someone at 18 in a serious relationship not experiencing the rest of the world but yeah. it's it's completely kind of disregarding how you feel at 18 you feel everything so like there's so much passion there's so many feelings so if you're in love with someone, you don't really feel the need to cheat. You're, like, so yeah. involved with them. Well, to be fair, like, at the end of our relationship, towards the end of our relationship, like, he very much was, it was, like, 20, wait, uh, 24, 25, 26. Um, towards the end of our relationship, he was very much, like, I want to move in together. I want to get married. I want to have kids. I want to blah, blah, blah. And I had, like, an allergic reaction i was like whoa 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 whoa. chill out but it it wasn't about him it wasn't about me wanting to go around town and you know like get with everybody it was very much like i need to experience other things in my life before i do that and i still feel that way today um and it's just like the pressure i feel like drives you further and further away and the more you don't have that trust with somebody the more they drive they you're you're driving them away you know Mm. and in comparison like the relationship that i'm in today i trust him like blindly because i know that he doesn't see anything Mm. like when there's a girl flirting with him he's like huh what nah i'm like yeah bro like (laughs) wake up (laughs) she she had her like her like tits in front of your face like and, and you know whatever um but I feel like the people that I trust less are more the girls around him. Like, I'm very, I'm more protective. Um, but I know that he would never see it and he would never mm. act on it. So I get a bit like, 
he's my man. Like, he's my fish. Don't, you know, there's other fishes around. Um, <laughs> don't touch this one. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, it's just, it's just a matter of, like, for me, being vulnerable and being very trusting at first and then kind of seeing where it goes and give like that's my that's my way i guess of giving it a chance mm, yeah no I'm, I'm i'm very similar to you i also like i try and start from like i have this trust and if you give me no reason to doubt it then it's fine mm. um but yeah i i find i have kept the pattern as like actually i remember with my ex from the three years relationship when things started like when i started to doubt the relationship so three years is your later three years is the later relationship I did go through his phone once, but not really because I didn't trust him. I think I was just like trying to like stir up some stuff. That's different. <laughs> That's, I did find like one thing, I don't think he ever cheated, but like there was one thing which was, which was if I had planned to stay with him, I would have been like, excuse me, <laughs> we have to stop this right now. Um, so yeah, no, I think it's just a difficult one. I don't know how one should approach trust. I feel like the the one that's easier to live with is probably mm-hmm. our approach. Like, if there's nothing... Don't look for it. Yeah, don't look for it. Because you're just, like, you're making your life miserable. And it, to be fair, the only one lesson I learned is, like, from, um, from when I was uh, 16, is, like, if someone cheese on you unless you feel like you will be able to fully forgive them and just move on. Even then... But do you know... Don't do it. I think it's... Because you're kind of like, with all the the want in the world, like, I want to move on, I want to mm-hmm. forgive, like, are you, were you able to really move on? No, 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 no. Oh, did you chaos. But did you know chaos. that you were never going to move on? Um, I don't know if I did, but I wanted to stay with him, like, so badly that mm-hmm. I was like, I'll move past it. Um, so I want to think that if that was to happen again, if there was cheating, I would be like, goodbye. Mm. That is very easy to say now. Uh, I don't know what would happen, but I think it would take a lot for me to stay with someone. I think maybe if I was married and I had like two kids and even then I don't even know. Yeah, but I just know that it's like it's so painful because even if you forgive someone, you would probably you'll never trust them again. Like ever. You're gonna Every time they come home late or like they don't answer a text, you'll be like, what's that? Like what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> He's cheating on me for sure. So just because you- people aren't able to see your face you look like a deer with headlights coming your way like you know when deer's freezing your yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like big ass eyes and yeah that was alice's face <laughs> yeah so yeah it takes it takes a lot but um how how did the break of trust um affect your self-esteem oof I mean, I didn't have like a super high self-esteem to start um, start with. As we discussed, I was like, I was really looking for validation. Um, but it just sends you, I feel like especially at 16, it sends you into such a loop of just thinking about like the, why did that person cheat? Like, am I not good enough? Like, is this other person better? Mm. Um, so yeah, so self-esteem wise, you're just like, you're thrown into like a complete, like, you know, maybe this, like I need to rethink my whole thing. Um, yeah, but you also question, like, the entire relationship. You're like, did he ever love me? Like, you put, like, everything into question. It's just, like, it's one of those things. And it's, like, so primal to, like, sleep with other people. I don't know why it affects us so much. Like, I I would like to be, like, so chill and be, like, it's just sex. But it just, like, it does something in your brain that is, like... Because the way that you view sex is very emotional. 
When you're in a relationship. Yeah, when you're in a relationship, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you as in, because I know you. <laughs> like, um, but I don't know. Would you ever cheat? Um, I have once, but on the guy that cheated on me. So it was more like retaliation. It was a very unhealthy oh, relationship. Wow. Yeah, I did retaliation cheating. And did he trust you after that? Um, was he like, fair enough? Or was he like... Oh my I god! Remember. I, I think he was like going. a little bit pissed off about it for like one day, and then got over it. But he, he mm. no, I didn't get not... over it like in one day. Come on, no, I'm being a, I I can't remember. But I remember like the, like we broke up so many times. It was like chaos. It was like a very unhealthy like young relationship. Mm. So you went from Mister Chaos to Mister Very Stable. Stable. Yeah, I was gonna say smooth, <laughs> but stable works. <laughs> smooth does it <laughs> um and so where do you like do you think the next one is going to be a bit in the middle i would hope so yeah i mean i've learned that extreme chaos doesn't work for me <laughs> extreme stable doesn't work for me so i need like okay i want to talk to you about something okay because there's one time where you said to me in a relationship i need a bit of passion la passion la passion <laughs> <laughs> What does that mean to you? Um, it means like... I'm very against it, by the way. You're very against it? I think my definition is very different to yours. Um, but... For me, it's like a little bit of like fire. It's like a little bit of intensity. It doesn't have to be all the time, but like knowing that the other person is like really, really into you. And that, um, you know, like... Sometimes you're, like, super happy, and sometimes you also have, like, big fights, but kind of shows that they care. But oh, people listening, don't take this as advice. <laughs> this is a, a probably a little... It's an experience. It's an experience. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's a case study. It's a case study. It might not be the healthiest view to relationships, but I feel like I need a little bit of ups and downs to... For me to know that it's real, that there's feelings behind it, which is what I was struggling with the stable because it was so flat. It was so logical. There's a difference between stable and boring. Yeah, yeah. it's boring. Yeah. And say that. that would, say, say that. <laughs> okay. So I do have a problem with your definition. Okay. Um, I Because I thrive in stable. And mm-hmm. I think that's because, like, my... My parents' relationship was so freaking chaotic that I crave stability in relationships um, and emotional security and being able to be like my true self and not having to people please and blah, blah, blah. And so when I'm in a relationship like I am today, where I know that it's just, I come home and it's home. And it's just, it's that feeling of like cozy blanket and yeah, there's no, there's no like crazy roller coaster of emotion, but to me, like it's so much more worth it. But that's just like how my brain works. Um, I mean, I think your definition is probably like from all of the coaching I've heard on relationships. Mm. Um, this is probably the healthiest of relationships because the ups and downs and like the whole fireworks things is like a is, is chemicals. Mm. Or it's brought on by like very, very intense emotions that are not always necessarily coming from the right places. Yeah. Um, so you 
like your relationship shouldn't rely on like massive massive crisis and like ups and downs to keep it exciting yeah like I think a healthy relationship is more close to your definition Mm. um my parents were very stable so maybe (laughs) I'm like I need a little chaos now (laughs) maybe we're just like inversing the familial like schema we're just like let's try the complete opposite (laughs) yeah I mean there is something about there is this image of like when you're in a stable not boring stable relationship Mm -hmm. um you still have those ups it's just you don't have those downs Mm. you know yeah 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 um and i don't know i just i couldn't deal with it it would just i think it would make me so like i'm a highly anxious person as you know um and it would just make me so paranoid and so Mm -hmm. afraid all the time of like Ooh, what if I say something that triggers a whole reaction out of nothing? Yeah. And, and you know, sometimes you don't have the energy for it. Sometimes mm. you're like, fuck, like I've had a long day at work. Well, especially, yeah, especially this. now that we're working. It's like, it's one thing in school. Mm. It's like a different thing. Like you, you can't be, you know, like completely like distraught by something for a whole day at oh, work. Okay cool you're in a reality tv show yeah yeah it's like a jungle for me school is like a social jungle i mean it's easy to say being out of school because school like when you're at that age it's very much stressful Mm. it's very high stakes like your your whole future is being decided and you're so immature and i'm not saying you're immature like you have no choice but to be immature because Mm -hmm. you have limited you know years of life experience um and it's just like well Good luck. You, you know nothing, but like the choices you make in those next three years are going to define your whole life. You know what I learned? I think that's such bullshit, the way that our school system is created. Your frontal, I think it's your cortex, which is like in your frontal lobes, doesn't develop fully until you're 25. Yeah. So you shouldn't make any life decisions before you're 25. Like you shouldn't get married. You shouldn't get... I think, get a tattoo. Like, anything that is permanent in your life, avoid, please, mm. until you're 25. You've got your whole life ahead of you. Yeah. And, like, it's very easy for us to say now that we're past that 25. I mean, it's easy, but it's only going downhill from here. <laughs> no, no, it's not, it's not that you say that. No, it's like 30s are the new 20s. I heard 40s are the best. 40s, there you go, for plenty I of heard time. I heard 40s are, yeah. like... Wow. I mean, I kind of get why, um, you know, teenagers have to pick things to specialize in and universities because you need some form of system and you need to get people into the job market as early as possible and get them out the money. Yeah, but if people were able to make better life choices, then they would be able to make more sensible career choices, which would be better for the economy because they would work better and they would be happier in their jobs. So I don't know. I feel like if you, if you, I, I don't know. This we need a whole model for this. If you imagine like a massive Excel, but like you would have to like um, be able to quantify the improvement in output from the workforce that has had more time to um, make their decisions mm-hmm. on what they want to do vs the years that were spent in giving them more time to make those decisions, but- and also like. Even if you make wrong decisions and maybe you don't love your job, like maybe you'll switch to a different career, but you wouldn't have known to switch if you hadn't made that wrong decision. So it's like a lot of of factors to put in the spreadsheet. Let's meet in the middle and let's have 
a model where people work and study until they're 25 and then they can make a life decision. Beautiful. Serena for president. <laughs> I think there's actually there's some like uh, apprenticeships where you do like work and... Yeah, but they're not very well regarded by society. Like they're... Well, like, not yeah, but they could... They could, they could. But um, anyway, trust. <laughs> yeah, back on trust, trust, trust. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, trust is an interesting concept. What? How do you trust... <laughs> well like i said like it's, it's interesting for me like i don't and then like what are the components that mm. build your trust like well it makes like, you trust someone the people don't earn my trust the people can lose my trust like trust is a given mm. and as soon as you do shady behavior you lose my trust and this applies to romantic relationship as well as like friends relationship mm. like if i can feel that one of my friends is like lying and it maybe it's like tiny like some some people just lie for like the randomest stuff like they'll just be like random small lies mm. um and when those people do that i'm like i still like you you're still my friend <laughs> But I, I don't trust you. you. <laughs> Do you think there's a difference between over exact like exaggerating and lying? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like changing like small. It's like amplifying. For me, over exaggerating is changing the adjectives mm. to describe a story. So instead of saying big, you'll say like massive, and you know, like that's lying too. No, for me, that's not lying. For oh, me, that's, like, uh, exaggerating. So it's like you're amplifying yeah. the story. You're okay, making okay. it sound cooler than it is. Um, or you're, like, picking the details that mm. will make your story stand out. Juicy. And to make it juicier. Which is, like, fair enough. Like, everyone, you know, loves a little bit of drama in their life. Like, I, I exaggerate a lot. Do you? Yeah. I yeah. can't tell. Well, which is very yeah. <laughs> You're doing it very well. Um, but Every time that you're going to say massive from now on, I'm going to be like... You know that actually it was just... It was just exaggerating. It was just like big. It wasn't massive. Uh, but anyways, um, yeah, but then if you actually like start to like, you know, you hear like, actually it's a different place. Or it's like with a different person or it's just like little random facts that are not adding up that start being a bit more of a lie. Yeah, it's like... But why do you think people lie then? Like in relationships? Uh, like romantic relationships? Yeah. Um, a romance. In the romance. Um, well, it depends. If it's like, let's go with like non-cheating. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go with just... I went to... So, great example. Your ex mm-hmm. used to lie to you about mm-hmm. getting coffee with me. Mm-hmm. Like friend coffee. Why do you think he did that? Uh, he probably knew that it would piss me off. <laughs> so is it like a protection? But don't you find that if you're, I mean, that might be very obvious, but if you're honest, it goes by a lot smoother. Yeah, but if you've lost, so for context, uh, Serena, in terms of like looks wise. You, you said this already makes me very uncomfortable. I'm sorry, but I just have to like, for the context, like my ex would have like loved to get with you. Ew. Um, so, no offense. And he knew that I know that because he said that in front of me. So, like, also, it was a weird relationship where he would tell me so much stuff that I could, like, reuse against him. And then he would, like, I, I, I mean, I don't. Um, but 
I think at that point in time, he must have already cheated on me. So I used to get pissed off at him for like everything. So I think he was just like trying to save himself some trouble. The mature By getting in trouble. By getting in trouble. But like the mature thing to do would have just been to break it up. But I remember actually like calling him. I was on a holiday with my parents. And I remember like calling him. um, And we kind of like everyone kind of knew each other because we're all in the same school. And I hear someone giggling in the background. And I'm like, are you with friend X? which was like a very pretty girl at our school. And it was like a very clearly her giggle. And he's like, no, no, no. I'm just like, you know, I'm going to have like lunch with my mom, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, come on. I just heard friend X. Just tell me you're chilling out with friend X. And he was like, no, 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 no. Like uh, I'm completely alone, blah, blah, blah. And like, I probably asked him like five or six times. And he was like, nope, not with friend X. So I hang but up. Why? I don't know. I'm just like trying to save him from trouble. But it's actually more trouble to keep on lying because yeah. everyone knows each other. So like stupid of him. So what is the first thing I do? I was like, hey, Fran X, what are you up to? And hey. Fran X goes, hey, I'm chilling with your boyfriend. Oops. <laughs> Oops. So, yeah, I, I, it's, yeah, it's probably to try and avoid confrontation. Oh, he hated confront. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he did not like confrontation. So people who lie to not break the trust is because of confrontation for a lot of... Yeah, you're, you're trying to, like, save... You know, you're trying to, like, maintain the peace of the relationship. And you still want to do your thing, even though, you know, it might be slightly sore. But you don't... Yeah, you don't want to fight about it. So why would you say anything? There's a bit of self-destruction in that. Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah. So there's one thing. And then I think when it comes to like non-cheating, there's like other topics for lying. I've seen like other slightly like interesting relationships where you lie to like seem um, to basically stress the other person out. Um, so, what? Yeah. So this is like very manipulative. Um, and it's like, I want to make sure that my person is addicted to me and I want them to feel threatened. So I will lie about the fact that there's other people pursuing me or like that. No. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. I live in like Disneyland. (laughs) What? But those were like, it was years ago as well. Um, But yeah, but those tend to be from like personality types that just like, again, lie about everything. But, and it's a lot of, like, over-exaggeration of, like, making everything, like, a huge deal when it, it's not really the case. We need to do an episode about red flags. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know if I see them, but... I know they exist. I do. I know they exist. I just <laughs> ignore them. I'm like, hey, let's go. Oh, my God. That's just... But, like, I love peace too much for this stuff. I, I thrive don't. on peace. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. It's weird because, like, I hate confrontation in friendships, but in romantic relationships, I'm maybe maybe it's because I've seen too many like romantic movies where you know romantic movies there needs to be like a big like like the the structure is always the same. It's like person meets person. Yeah, they kind of like each other, and then in the middle there's like a big like roadblock, like something to tear them apart. And then there's, like, a little bit of chaos for, like, five to ten minutes in the movie. And then there's a big scene of, like, running through an airport or, like, a massive love declaration. And it's so fireworks. Funny. Like, it's so funny that you say this because, literally, my favorite parts of romantic films is when everything is going really well. And whenever there's that obvious roadblock, I'm like, oh, 
again. <laughs> so expected. Let's just move forward until the end where everybody's happy again. <laughs> like, I just hate it. <laughs> that's not good, though. Because What do you mean it's not good? Because I'm shit at dealing with, like, stressful situations and relationships. But you're not. You're learning. Like, we did a, a whole other episode about, like, giving feedback and communication. And we learned that I... I'm really shit at doing that. Yeah, but you're doing it. It takes you a bit of time, but also you're. We're still learning as we go. Yeah. Like we're, we're not. We're, we don't have a lot of years. We have some years of experience, but we have limited adult years of experience. Yeah, fair. I mean, to be to, to be frank, like on the little things, I don't mind being vocal, like giving feedback. And then I I've told my boyfriend this, um, and I was like, if you don't do anything for the day and i because he works from home and if i go to the office come back home and the flat's a mess like i'm not going to find you very attractive point blank like i'm going to feel like your mom and i that's just not a good look on you honestly and that's the way that i'm framing it and that's like the way that i'm giving feedback but i would much 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 rather do this than be like why the fuck is the dishwasher still like not on? And I told you to get the laundry out and this isn't done. And I went to go get the food and I went to work. And like, he does work to be fair. <laughs> but it's just the, the feeling of coming home and seeing chores that aren't done. Um, like, and you know, when you're living with your boyfriend, like you have a natural split of the chores, I feel like it's not you do the laundry and then I do the laundry. It's kind of like you do your this. team laundry, yeah, yeah, yeah. your team dishwasher kind of thing. And if I see that the things that I'm I'm supposed to do are done and he's supposed to do are not, I just get frustrated. But I'm like, I would avoid at all costs being very vocal. And to be fair, sorry, I'm a bit like blabbing on, but that's something that I've changed a lot in the past few years. Like I used to... I feel like you used to be like quite tense. Yeah. Yeah. Therapy. <laughs> Go for it, people. Um, no, therapy's helped me a lot in kind of expressing emotions mm. in a, a much more um, healthy way. Um, but yeah, like when, when my boyfriend and I started hanging out, seeing each other, I remember there's a friend of ours who said, oh my God, it's like Mickey Mouse and Hulk together i don't know what that's gonna be like hulk me and me mm. um and he's actually like made me very much more of a calm person and on the other hand like he's a lot more outspoken than he mm. used to be so oh i love that yeah it's like it, a power couple to, like ringing yourself we're bringing like, out the best you're bringing out like yeah great For sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah i i understand your approach i um i do the same thing like to be clear, in relationships, I don't go like full. I mean, you know me. I'm like, so we've said I'm an introvert with like not the best necessary self esteem. Like, do you see me going like completely crazy and be like, how dare you do this? I'm very calm. Like, even in, in yes. relationships, like, but I feel like one day shit is gonna hit the fan. Gonna blow. You, you have to. And I want to be here for that. <laughs> like, you have to push me to such an extreme to actually get like, you know, like yelling and like drama i'm actually i'm quite communicative like even in dating right now um i try to be like as open and communicate and like calm communication as possible um it's just that i do romanticize a little bit too much like roadblocks 
or mm-hmm. anything that makes the relationship like a little bit more difficult or creates ups and downs like I yeah I treat it like a movie and like I create like 20 different scenarios in my head of like fair enough everything that could happen and if it's just yeah if it's just boring I'm not I'm not thriving so but I feel like no one wants yeah but, boring okay so lesson for you Alice mm-hmm. today boring and stable are not the same thing yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> Woo-hoo. okay Woo-hoo. So we, ha- I don't know if you remember this, but in our introduction, mm-hmm. I was like, let's have an aha moment at every episode, which mm-hmm. is like, well, okay, let's try. But sometimes it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it is going to happen. And I feel like my mind's been blown like multiple times <laughs> since we started. <laughs> uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Do we call it quits? check. Yeah. 49. Okay. 49 minutes in. Okay. Damn. For those of you who are still here, thank you for hanging out with us today. Um, maybe one day we'll be sponsored by Tesco's Finest Wine. <laughs> we shall see. <laughs> but we are we are very committed to, yeah. to, to their wines for now mm. because we have no money. <laughs> Where is the money? It's in Tesco's Finest Pocket. <laughs> All right. Okay. Bye. Bye.